We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It's the four o'clock hour. It's about six minutes after the top of the hour. My telephone number, 877 Bob Live, 877. 262 Uh I continue to say to you that the United States is so far behind the rest of the world when it comes to the transgender fantasy. And that's what it is. I don't mean that in a cold, uncaring way, but in a truthful way. There is no scientific evidence that transgenderism exists except in the mind and in the imagination of people who have a mental illness. And I am not stigmatizing by using the term mental illness. I have said repeatedly on this program, we need to have compassion for people dealing with mental illness, just like we deal with people with heart disease or liver disease or uh, diabetics who have a uh, bad pancreas or, uh, or any other disease or any other illness. Mental illness should be treated the same, factually compassionately, without any stigma. There should be no stigma associated with mental illness. And so with that said, transgenderism only exists in the mind and in the imagination of those that are struggling with gender dysphoria, which is a mental illness. It's an imaginary thing. It is a thing of feelings and emotions. It has nothing to do with biology. It has nothing to do with DNA. It has nothing to do with chromosomes. It has everything to do with feelings. Most of the rest of the world understands that. Oh, most of the rest of the world was taken up in the transgender hysteria, but they've had an awakening. All over Europe, Scandinavia, they have had an awakening. And for the most part, Great Britain has had at least somewhat of an awakening. It is America that is so far behind We actually have science teachers. We actually have biology teachers. 
who deny simple biology, that there are two sexes. They're male and female. XX, XY. I mean, simple, simple junior high biology. We have scientists who deny science. We have pediatricians who deny science. And we have a whole host of liberal, progressive, leftist politicians who could care less about truth, facts, science. They have a political agenda to support the whole LGBTQIA and the transgender hysteria. Which brings me to this story out of Great Britain. Here in America, several states, I don't know how many, I suppose I could have looked it up, but several states have passed laws outlawing what is called conversion therapy. Conversion therapy says that if a child comes to a counselor, a psychologist, or even a pastor or a youth pastor, and they're confused about their sexuality. So they come to a counselor and a boy, let's say it's a, hypothetically, an 11-year-old boy comes to a counselor and says, you know, I have feelings for other boys, but I don't like it. I don't think this is right. I don't want these feelings for other boys. If that state has a ban on conversion therapy, that counselor is forbidden by law to help that child with his confusion. Because it's completely one way. Now, if that same boy comes to the very same counselor and says, hey, I feel attracted to other boys, and I kind of like it. Then the counselor can legally say, great, that's wonderful, because that's the real you. You were born to be attracted to other boys. That's just the way you are. Let's help you become a full-blown homosexual. That is legal. But the other direction is not. It's absolutely hypocritical. It's absolutely inconsistent. It is only one way, but that's the way it is. And several states have on their books bans on conversion therapy. Several cities have bans on conversion therapy, so-called conversion therapy. Well, There is legislation before the House of Lords in the British Parliament to have a nationwide conversion therapy ban. It is called Bill Number 5. And if passed, it would prohibit any counselor, social worker, pastor, you name it, from helping a child or even an adult to overcome their feelings for the same sex, even if they want to overcome them. 
So it's uh, House of Lords Bill 5. Here's the good news. The majority, the majority in the British House of Lords have voted, uh uh-uh, nope, nope, not going to happen in Great Britain. No, 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 no. A Christian advocacy group released this statement. This was the first time in British history that more politicians in Parliament opposed a conversion therapy ban than supported one. This was also an international first, as this has never previously happened elsewhere either. Yeah, there is an awakening in Great Britain. Much of it goes back to the famous or infamous Tavistock trial, the major transgender clinic in Great Britain that was sued by detransitioners who won. Who won? That is really good news. If the same legislation was proposed in the U.S. Senate, it would pass. In Great Britain, at least in the House of Lords, they have said no. Nope, nope, nope. Not happening here. That is really good news. People are waking up because it's truth. It's science. It is fact. And finally, some are putting more stock in truth and fact than feeling. We can only pray it happens here in America. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Say what? This tragic shooting in Kansas City becomes more bizarre by the day. I mean, it really is. I said from day one, there's something fishy about this. There's something weird about this. There's something strange about this. This is being handled in such a different way from most mass shootings. And uh, I, you know, I kept saying I'm not into conspiracies. It's just, this is weird. Something doesn't pass the smell test here. Uh, And then yesterday, I told you that the mayor of Kansas City is all ticked off. He's upset. He's mad. He's angry that the governor of Missouri called these shooters thugs. And the mayor of Kansas City said, that's a racist dog whistle. Well, I think thug is a pretty good description. And thug does not necessarily contain any racial overtone 
whatsoever. None. And I said yesterday, this is weird. The mayor of Kansas City is not mad that a woman was shot. 22 others were wounded. The big victory party for his city was destroyed. No, he's upset because the governor called the shooters thugs. And then I told you, why do we know the race of the shooters? And I think everyone, everyone has been under the impression that these shooters were two teenagers, two juveniles, and that's why their names had not been released and so forth. Well, then we get this. This just dropped from CNN. I mean, just minutes ago. Here it is, CNN. Two men were charged with murder and other felony charges for their roles in the mass shooting after Kansas City Chiefs Championship Rally last week. Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker said Tuesday. Lindell Mays of Raytown and Dominic M. Miller of Kansas City. Whoa, 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 wait. I, I didn't think you could release the names of juveniles. And here's the names. Okay, hang with me. Hang with me. Lindell Mays of Raytown and Dominic M. Miller of Kansas City were both charged with second-degree murder, unlawful use of a weapon, two counts of armed criminal action. The prosecutor's office said they are being held on $1 million bond. According to the investigation, Mays was in a verbal argument with another person that escalated, and Mays then drew a handgun. Almost immediately, Miller, that's the other person charged, almost immediately, Miller and others pulled their firearms, leading to the shootout, Baker said. The two did not know each other before that day, Baker added. Both defendants have been hospitalized and in custody since the shooting. Though they were both charged with murder, Miller's firearm was the one that fatally wounded Lisa Lopez-Galvin, a mother of two, and local DJ and radio host. Now, listen to the next paragraph. Are you ready? These defendants are separate from the two teenagers who face gun-related and resisting arrest charges and are in secure detention at the Juvenile Detention Center, according to Baker. Additional arrests are possible. What? What? So the two teenagers are not responsible for the killing? Where do these other two guys, adults, where do they come from? We've been told consistently, two teenagers, two juveniles are in custody, and they are the suspect. Now we're told they face gun-related charges and resisting arrest charges, but not murder, that This, I mean, this is just so weird and bizarre. Why have we not been told about these other two individuals? I mean, why has that been 
a secret. We've been led to believe that the only two people responsible, well, we were told that three people were in custody and one was released. We have been told from the very beginning, three people arrested, two are in custody, one person was released. The people that are in custody are juveniles. We've been told that over and over and over again. We were told that at the news conference the evening of the shooting. We were told that the next day, the day after the shooting. And now all of a sudden, two other men unknown previously are charged with second-degree murder, unlawful use of a weapon, two counts of armed criminal actions, etc. Um, what in the world is going on here? And why has this been hidden from the public? Now, you would think the uh, news media would be all over this. I've read through the entire CNN story, and I read no shock, no questions. How come we didn't know about these other two people? Where did they come from? Nothing, just uh, two men were charged with murder. Oh, and by the way, uh, they're not the teenagers that we talked about earlier. Again, I am not proposing any kind of grand conspiracy. I'm just saying there is something really rotten about this. Is it a racial thing? I don't know, but something ain't right in Kansas City, that is for sure.